0: Hey, folks, it's September, which means it's almost October, which means it's almost time for you to read the new WTF book, Waiting for the Punch, Words to Live By, from the WTF podcast. It comes out October 10th, but you can pre-order your copy now. I can't say enough, actually. I really can't. I really think you're going to enjoy this book. It's a great representation of this show, but it's also its own unique thing. You sit and read this thing, and it feels like all these people are taking part in one big company conversation about all the important things in life featuring 157 past WTF guests John Oliver wrote a great foreword to it I wrote introductions to all the chapters seriously you're going to love this book. And I'm not kidding. I like it. I've read it twice. Go pre-order it now at WTFpod.com by clicking on the book link or go to markmarinbook.com. And don't forget to upload your receipt on the pre-order page so I can send you a signed book plate that you can stick inside the book. All right. I'm telling, I'm telling you, I'm not, I'm not fucking around. It's, you're going to like it. It's good. All right. Let's do the show. All right, let's do this. How are you, what the fuckers? What the fuck, buddies? What the fuck ears? What the fuck, Adelix? What the fuck, Nicks? What's happening? I'm Mark Marin, This is my podcast, WTF. How's it going? So today on the show, sort of, I, I don't know if it's certainly not an off the grid guest, but it might not be a guest that you would assume I would have on the show. Uh, the singer and songwriter and pop phenom, She's great. Lord, Lord is here. Well, she was, I, I talked to her the other day. She was here in this garage with me sitting right over there. Big pop star, Lord. And I'm old, but uh, I got to be honest with you. You know, I'll tell you why. I, I like her a lot. I actually love her voice. She moves me. What can I tell you? So when I got the opportunity to talk to her, I took it. Uh, My buddy John Daniel, who you've heard on this show, uh, is actually uh, her manager right now at this point, his company and him. But I don't know if it came through him. It must have come through him somehow, but, you know, we get pitched people and I'm like, I'll I'll talk to Lord. I like Lord. She works uh, a lot on this new album with Jack Antonoff, who I've had on the show, who I also like. You know, I'm not a pop fanatic, but I can certainly appreciate it. I'm always uh, sort of astounded by people that manufacture the big pop music. So that's going to happen. That's going to happen right in your ears here in a minute. I'm going to talk to Lord. I know it's weird, right? It was weird for me too, believe me. Felt a little nervous, you know? It's a little generational difference. But uh, I, can, I can hang with the, the youngsters, with the folks, the young people. I can. The special is up and out. My special, Too Real, is available on Netflix, and you can go watch it. I'm very happy with it, I'm proud of it, it looks good, it's a whole piece of work, people are digging it, I'm getting a lot of good feedback, uh, I appreciate it, and I'm glad you like it, I'm glad you're getting some laughs, it's very laugh efficient, this special. What else is happening? You've heard me talk about uh, Sonos, right? You know how much music I listen to, and it all sounds great on my Sonos speakers, which is true, because with the Sonos, like I can go anywhere it's in the bathroom it's in the bedroom it's in the living room it's out here you just kind of wander around and it's there but now Sonos has also improved my TV watching experience ever since I got Playbase everything sounds better on Playbase a speaker system that adds dynamic pulse pounding sound to whatever's playing on your TV so go i just watched uh, what did we watch yes oh we watched the uh, the pilot of the deuce david simon 's new thing, and we actually had to turn it down because the music was pounding so loudly through the uh, through the play bass It goes right under your t v it 's um and you can use it also as a speaker with the rest of the system, like if i 'm in the living room playing guitar to Peter Green, I can do it, like I don't have to switch the record over and over again, because I can just run it through my Apple Music and the Playbase. You barely even notice it. It's it's designed to sit right under your TV. It fills your room with epic home theater audio. Right now, for the first time ever, Sonos is offering WTF listeners 10% off your order of $2,500 or less for any product on Sonos.com. This offer is available for a limited time only and cannot be combined with other discounts or promotions. Just use the promo. Code WTF10 at Sonos.com. That's WTF and the number 10 at Sonos.com. It's great. I just got my brother hooked up with it. Sonos is a good thing. It really is a good thing. I'm telling you the truth. Truth in advertising. So, what's happening, you guys? Still no nicotine, man. Still no nicotine. And I, you know, it's made me a little, I'm not sure what, what's happening now. I'm drinking tea because I got off the coffee with the nicotine and I'm not uh, I don't think I'm very good at uh you know always paying attention to ordering online because I like the PG tips I like the British tea so I ordered some British tea but I didn't realize that I got a bag of 1150 tea bags so this fucking pillow sized bag uh, you know it's delivered to my house and I'm like this is too much pressure. Like, that's a lifetime's worth of tea, and I literally mean that. I don't know how much I'm going to drink. I don't drink it every day. That tea could outlive me at this point. And that kind of bothers me because then this bag of a thousand, eleven hundred tea bags becomes this harbinger of doom. Like, am, am I going to outlive this bag of tea? That looks awkward. It's just a lot of pressure. I've got a little tin that I can put, like, 60, 70 bags in, but then there's another 1,100 this is the problem with bulk. It's too much pressure. I guess the nicotine, the lack of nicotine, is not helping my clarity per se. Is what I'm saying. And also, there there comes the question of where's it going to go next. You know, when you have an addictive personality, like, and you if you really got it, and you get rid of one, it's gonna. What's where's where's it gonna where's it gonna show up? it's whack a mole business so where is it going to come out i mean it's either going to it's going to be like i like i got lord on the show coming up here and i i know there's going to be young people listening but with this addiction thing first of all try to avoid it if you're a young person and you're listening uh don't vape the nicotine cuz that's a lifelong commitment try to not do the meth because again your teeth will fall out and your hair will fall out the weed is a little insidious I mean, if you can handle it, fine. If you like it, okay. Maybe you don't think it's a big deal to smoke some weed or vape some weed every day, but you, it could become your life, and it can it could, uh, it can distance you from reality. So stay aware of that. Lay off the opiates, all right, because that's, that's a lifelong commitment if you live. If you don't know me and you're just tuning in, I've got 18 years sober, but I was doing the nicotine lozenges for a long time, And uh, now I've taken them away. So either I'm going to start eating, which I've already begun. The eating has commenced. The filling the pie hole constantly has already commenced. So now it's just a matter of preparing enough healthy food to shove into my face when I eat compulsively. So this is where I'm at now. A lot of work in the kitchen. There's a lot of stuff being prepared. Sweet potatoes, yams, mushrooms. I cook some cabbage, brown rice uh carved a uh, chopped a jicama up. That's that's not an easy thing to get that skin off a of jicama. So now I've got all these healthy snacks. So I'm just shoveling that into my face. So that's active. Now the one you got to worry about is the uh, the one that we keep in our pants. That addiction can be a little gnarly. Thankfully, I'm uh, I have a girlfriend, but you know, there's always the internet, and that's no way to spend a day and feel good about yourself. You don't want to spend a day, you know, just. Pulling at that thing or rubbing at that thing, you know. I mean, it's, it's nice. It'll get you away, but you don't finish and feel great. So I'm trying to, you know, manage that. Right now, it looks like we're, we're moving, moving a lot of stuff into the face, which can become a problem. It's all part of a bigger cycle. It'll eventually, I'm going to be like, I'm going to have a cup of coffee. Eventually, i will be like, I'm going to maybe have a cigar. And then eventually, you're going to hear me sucking on those lozenges again. I've certainly got enough tea. That I can tell you. I think most of you who listen to me know that I can be a a pretty anxious guy. And let's face it, anxiety leads to stress and stress leads to health problems and health problems are bad. So we've got this new sponsor, Soothe. And I think this might be the perfect sponsor for me because they are directly helping me deal with my stress with massages. Soothe is an on-demand massage service that sends a hand-selected, licensed, and experienced massage therapist right to you in the comfort of your own home, hotel, or office in as little as an hour. Soothe shows up with everything. They bring the massage table, sheets, oil, and even music so you can unwind no matter where you are. I've got the Soothe app on my phone now, and I just set up a massage for me and Sarah the painter. You can just choose the massage you want from the app. So I just chose Couples Massage, and there's also Swedish Massage, Deep Tissue, Sports Massage, I have less stress just thinking about getting a massage. Soothe is in 50 cities, including most major U.S. cities in London, Sydney, Melbourne, Toronto, and Vancouver. Book a massage as soon as today. WTF listeners, get $20 off your first massage when you use our code WTF. Download Soothe, that's S-O-O-T-H-E, in the App Store or Google Play Store, and be sure to use our code WTF to get $20 off Your first massage. Soothe. Spa quality massage. Anytime. Anywhere. Dig it. So, Lord. Oh, Lord, Lord. Yes. Lord is here. Now, I got to be honest with you. I enjoy Lord's music. And I seek it out. And sometimes when I'm working out at the gym with my trainer... I'll have her put on a Lord station. The first time I saw Lord, I saw her at that, when they indu- inducted, induced, they induced uh, Nirvana. <laughs> Would somebody please? They induced Nirvana in the, the, into the Rock and Roll Hall of Fame. They inducted, and Lord did a song. And I was like, what? Who is this girl? What is happening? What is this voice? What is this intensity? What, what is this talent? What is she, where? Where does this come from? And then I saw her on SNL not long ago, and I'm like, there she is again. What is this voice? What are these feels? See, I'm using the the language. What are these feels I'm feeling? And I tried to uh, try to wrap my brain around something that it's very hard to explain. You can't just go like, why do you move me with that voice of yours? Where does that come from, youngster? That's not the right approach. But I think I did all right. Her second album melodrama came out in june and the melodrama world tour kicks off later this month uh this was recorded just uh three days after the vmas where she did her flu inspired dance and she was on the mend uh, a bit when this was recorded still a little little fluey so that's where we're at this is me and lord
1: Those ladies come, those hot ladies, the drip doctors. Do you know about this?
0: What the drip? The what?
1: You can just pay these ladies $200, and they will come and <sighs> just shoot you up with this cocktail. It could be for a hangover. you could be a semi-professional sports person. And they'll they shoot you will just, like,
0: what, with, like, B-12s?
1: It's, like, all the, all the Bs, all the Cs. All the all the electrolytes, you know, but it's like the start of a porno. They're like in their little uniforms. They're like so cute, you know. and they're Such like, a they're it seems like propters. such a
0: Hollywood thing to me. It's
1: so fucking. I mean, you could not find that in New Zealand. They wouldn't do that for you. <laughs> It's not a service. No. It's not it's a service anywhere. See, no. <laughs> it's, it's like a completely... I had it. Though. I had it. So I'm hoping it's uh, going to help me.
0: It's a complete. Well, no. I mean. Help you know, me
1: recover. Uh, <laughs> vitamins are
0: good. How could it be bad? Vitamins are good.
1: I think it's fine. Right. I think it's. Uh...
0: But like the real question is. So, okay. So you're about to do. Was this before you did the VMAs or after?
1: This was maybe uh, an hour and a half pre VMAs. Just the time you want to have a drip directly. Right. So it's a, like an
0: IV drip. It's an IV drip. Yeah, you just push it in. So, like, what I want to know is, like, what was the, like, what's probably more interesting than them coming or whatever that job is, (laughs) these, these, like, emergency uh, holistic practitioners.
1: Hotties, holistic hotties. Yeah. Yeah, yeah.
0: Um, Is that, like, was who, like, the real question is, like, who knew them? Who was like, oh, I know who we got to call? I, which, handler, which, which, which handler? Which which department did that come from?
1: Uh-huh. Yeah, I have a lot of uh, departmental heads. <laughs> uh-huh. My, I just sort of like, I mean, my tour manager handles people way fancier than I am and is like
0: very used to- Not my friend, not John.
1: No, this is, uh, his name is Richard Coble. Oh, he yeah. looks after, like, he's looked after a lot of, like, famous divas in history. Like? um I mean like, you know, like Madonna. Oh, really? Like oh, really? That. You know like the whole
0: Oh, so he's really he's run quite a circus. He's he's
1: he's just, <laughs> he's, he's really... used to like uh I think asking for a vitamin drip at 3 p.m. on the day the v is like a, a chill ass. Yeah, yeah, he's yeah. like that's easy.
0: No problem. I know exactly who to call. <laughs> yeah, yeah, the drip it, doctors. <laughs> the disposing of a body thing, that's a little trickier.
1: I think he even would be okay with that. Of course He'd be he like, would.
0: I will make it happen. He's a tour manager. Yeah. <laughs> I got a guy. Yeah. I got what what town are we in? Oklahoma City. I know a guy here. Exactly. <laughs> So, but you started Googling, you know, what was the panic? What did you come up with? What did did you self diagnose? Well,
1: I thought. That mm. I had
0: toxic shock
1: syndrome, which every woman is afraid of. You get it from, like, using tampons. Was right, that, Is that free... still a
0: thing? I didn't know if that was...
1: I mean, I don't know. I, 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 re- I read <laughs> I about heard, one girl who had um. Had to heard have of some it. amputation from oh toxic shock. God. So I think I'm like, that's just going to really? stay in my mind. But it's like every girl's secret fear is that they're going to get toxic shock.
0: I, I uh, guess, I you know, I guess, that, like, to me, it's I don't not think n- dudes
1: are too stressed about...
0: No, no, no I, 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 I know I, I don't have problems with that generally, <laughs> yeah. but I mean, yes. I, I remember hearing about that a mm. lot and then it just sort of was out of the news. But why wouldn't it still be frightening to women?
1: Yeah, <laughs> I, know, I, like- I decided I had that and I was uh, you apparently get itchy hands and feet and I like my foot started to itch and I was like, that's it. The big show's calling. (laughs) They're summoning me up to the big show. It's time.
0: Is that what you call it? The big show? The
1: big show, yeah.
0: (laughs) Pop on up to the big show. You don't want to be sick when you get to the big show. No, no. (laughs) (laughs) So how long have you been in town for?
1: I've been in town since last Wednesday or Thursday.
0: And Um, do you come here a lot?
1: I come here about as little as I can help.
0: Yeah? Yeah. What's your feeling about it? Like when you come to, I mean- look i know you've been at it since you were like 13 and like your entrance you i mean you understand to some degree what show business looks like <laughs> from the top level you know yes. you you kind of came in at the you know the,
1: <laughs> but you i know. still find it like very uh no it's got to be weird as fuck puts me ill at ease it's a, still a strange thing for yeah me. um but I like I what mean, part of
0: it? You land in L.A., the car comes.
1: Well, you land in L.A. All the fucking paparazzi are at the airport. Oh, they're there, and so you dream about paparazzi for the next two. weeks. Are they going?
0: Hey, Lord, Lord. Of course, Lord. And like over here, Lord. Well, but yeah, but they're like Do right. Do they call you like by your regular touching name? Touching
1: your face? Oh, never.
0: No, it's always Lord. What am I supposed to call you? Because that was sort of awkward. <laughs> It was awkward out I on feel the deck really
1: here. bad. I didn't even make that up. You were you were shouting, Lord, Lord, and I was walking the other yeah, way. Yeah, and, and you're I you were going down my
0: hill. You were going down the hill. <laughs> what is down that hill? Nothing, just another chickens? patio. Yeah. Chickens? Down I there? should have chickens. You should. There are people who have chickens around here.
1: Chickens are very hip. Did very you grow up with chickens? Right? I did not, but I no. grew up with every other animal are you, serious? you can imagine. Like what? The sun. Anything from dogs, cats, axolotls, gerbils. dogs, cats, axolotls. guinea pigs, rats, mice, Wait. baby mice. What's an know? axolotl? An axolotl is like a, a walking water snake.
0: Oh my God! Was it? Is that a pet in New Zealand?
1: That's a chill pet. Yeah, <laughs> there are a lot of there are axolotls bumping around. Um, we had it all. We had literally we had many fish.
0: Yeah, sure, fish. We got a lot of pets. So, so what do people call? What is your name? What should I call you? Elk? So my name is Ella. Ella. Yes. Just Ella. Exactly. All right. So I'm yelling Lord like an idiot.
1: <laughs> and I'm just Not turning you. around.
0: Yeah, I'm like, uh, that, of course that's not her name. Do I name. call you Mark? Yeah, Mark is good.
1: Mark, good. Okay, cool. <laughs> Perfect.
0: I'm sorry. I couldn't re- resist. Please. I no, can't resist it.
1: I, uh, Jack Antonoff, who you've I love hell, Jack. Yeah, the best. He uh, just like a, rips the shit out of my I've, accent oh, all did. the time. But his favorite word is <laughs> festival.
0: <laughs> festival. He goes,
1: festival? We're going to the festival. festival. I'm like, all right.
0: I Come on, I, my uh, it's been my, two years. my manager's a Australian, and it's hard oh. not to to make fun of it. I get it. It's different. It's, it's, like, weird. it's your, weird. Yours is a little. It's like it's almost, It's like Australian, but then just a little further tweet. <laughs> like it makes perfect sense in the proximity. <laughs> oh, of gosh. the The difference in the accent, right? Yes, because you can so. tell the difference, right? Oh,
1: deeply. <laughs> yeah.
0: <laughs> All right, so you get past the wall of paparazzi. They dr- they drive you off to the fancy hotel.
1: Yeah, it's just it's like so um. Far away from like what my life is, and I think, um, I mean, just New Zealand and America are such different places, and I, it's something Thank I will God. never get used to in my life.
0: How many people are like, I- I'm coming? Uh, is there? Do you know a neighborhood I should live in? I'm about ready to. How, how much A lot
1: are- of people have hit me up. i have been like, I have a spare room. You know, re- you can take turns. <laughs> it's a nice spare room. <laughs> um, it's so fucking crazy how different it is, and even like. You know, every product here, I feel like, is, like...
0: Yelling it, at is,
1: you? They, they're yelling, <laughs> but they're yelling in this, like, voice that makes me feel like an idiot. They're oh, like, yeah. no, ouchies. You know, it's like, what the <laughs> fuck is that? I'm an adult. Like, just tell me the product's going to work. You know yeah, what I yeah, mean? Sure. Like, it's like... Uh, yeah, it's it, it, there's a lot of like Pro, weird cartoon product, shit
0: sure products seek to infantilize everybody that's the way the american economy is built on making sure we're but they we're hide in need. it better in new zealand Const, constant I mean, they constant it. need oh they do they must get is better. it more practical there like i it's much
1: more practical but also like i think there's a thing here which is like they would never like i feel like every ad here it can be an ad for like children's vitamins and then they're like may
0: cause oh yeah
1: list of they, serious ailments. they do
0: that, yeah. That's like a lot. And I you're like, think...
1: oh my God, yeah. we're really going there. Yeah, right away. Yeah,
0: internal say. bleeding. Yeah they, yeah, they fucking go
1: there right on TV. <laughs>
0: Never-ending diarrhea.
1: Yes, yes, active, active diarrhea, as they call it in <laughs> when you <laughs> stay at a hotel. They say, don't swim in the pool if you have active diarrhea. I've
0: never heard that in do my you think life. think it's disgusting? Where did active? You, where did, where did...
1: Go to any pool in West Hollywood, the little sign will say, do not swim with active diarrhea.
0: It says, well, maybe... I didn't know. It really that that, snaps
1: you out of that uh, yeah, that like motel <laughs>
0: rivery. You know, you're like, yeah, yeah. okay, fuck. Right. It snaps you out of your spa day. <laughs> yeah. just wondering who's like <laughs> who's active. Yeah, who's active <laughs> and not following the rules. <laughs> so, um, we need to talk about New Zealand. I think. Yes.
1: What do you, you want ju- to know?
0: You just live there in a neighborhood. <laughs> I live there in a neighborhood. But you grew up there your whole life.
1: I grew up there my whole life.
0: And it's beautiful, right? It's Everything so beautiful. about it is beautiful.
1: I mean, it has problems like any country. Like but what? Well, we have a real, um, we have a housing crisis going on right now, which sucks. And it's like- What
0: does that mean? Too many rich people bought up the old houses?
1: Pretty much. I'm oh. definitely part of that problem, I uh-huh. think.
0: Oh, you are? I bought a house in the last two
1: years. <laughs> yeah. It's it's hard for young people to, to, to buy houses and, and to rent.
0: Now, your parents are both from New Zealand?
1: My parents are both from New Zealand. My mother is Croatian.
0: How did she get there? How did the Croatians get to New Zealand?
1: There are there are actually like there's like a hundred thousand kind of Dalmatian Croatian Yugoslav people in New Zealand. Uh-huh. So it's like a big
0: And they've been there for generations? A
1: lot of them have been there for a long time. There's a lot of wine. Uh-huh. Dalmatians make a lot of wine down uh-huh. there. And uh yeah, so I'm I'm Croatian. I'm a croatian citizenship yeah and uh you just my, get
0: that from being croatian because your mom's croatian i got
1: that from being like i think of like a bit of a fancy famous croatian
0: oh i think not every they're they're, they're taking ownership I think they one of up, yeah, so yeah. to speak yeah
1: um my dad's irish um
0: straight up irish like from ireland
1: he no he, he was born in new zealand also but he uh his family is like full irish you know there sure. are corners he's uh-huh. uh one of seven um, Oh. Full up, on Catholic, full Catholic, exactly, exactly. The full
0: Catholic treatment, exactly. Um, and, and your mom, Catholic?
1: She's, uh, she's. I think she's sort of. I think they grew up uh, Greek Orthodox. Huh. Um, very religious, but it's, we're not really a religious family. You're it's not like more abstract for us. I think
0: it's more abstract. The religion. It's like I
1: don't. I feel quite uncomfortable when I walk into a church. Do is, you that the, is that the goal? Are they trying to make you feel? If
0: they're if they're designed the goal, to like, terrify you into being humbled.
1: Yeah, I'm like I'm so spirit. I feel like I'm so like in touch with the universe on a spiritual level, but I don't get.
0: And you walk into a church and it just shuts it right off.
1: It's a, yeah, but it's, so a, it's a, but it's
0: elaborate enough to make you trying to trick you into thinking that's the universe.
1: Maybe yeah. I, have I, you
0: have you been to Italy? I have. Have you ever gone to those cathedrals in Italy where you're just like mm-hmm. what the. F- Fuck,
1: mm, it's crazy. Is it, maybe that would take it to a level I would understand.
0: Well, I don't know if it'll make you feel any better.
1: <laughs> oh, that's worse. But it's, cer- <laughs> it's
0: certainly designed to create awe.
1: I, I, I'm a big, I goes- am a fan of of the uh, of the awe. Yeah. Yeah, the beauty, terror, sure. Uh, right. intersection. Yeah, you know.
0: But it doesn't need to be uh, all gaudy.
1: Yeah, I think of being all gaudy. Is- <laughs> I mean, it doesn't get more gaudy than like. Giant beach in New Zealand. I know, right? Where the waves are just like smacking, every you know, it's yeah, like kind of. Yeah. I,
0: I can only imagine. I've, I've not been there. Room. I've been to Australia, and that, that means nothing. I know that's almost condescending for me to say that. Like I, I was, I was close. Yeah, it's not. Relatively time. close to New Zealand.
1: Yeah, you got to get down there. I'm gonna. It's I'm gonna, something I'm about gonna it. very special. I'm
0: gonna. I'm gonna show up at your house and be like, "Hey, remember? Please don't do that. <laughs> we hung out. <laughs> no, over. I got the spare room. Yeah, just book it. um <laughs> But, but what did you grow up with? Like, what was your mom? Like what, if it wasn't uh, a religious house, did you, what, what inspired you when you were a kid? You know, like what, what was your, what did they lay on you? Your parents?
1: What did they lay on me?
0: For better or for worse. For better
1: or for worse. They just, I think like my main thing when I think about it is like my mom is a poet. She was a, um, a school teacher. Um, was she a real poet? she's a real she's a big deal she's like a real poet like she's won awards in new zealand like she's amazing a lot of books out she's put books out yeah she's put out she hasn't put one out in a while but they are all like big deals when she puts them out she's badass yeah um but i think poetry's
0: tough
1: oh i couldn't imagine i find it
0: but you're a songwriter i mean you do know
1: Oh, it's so different though I'm writing short stories, you know. Right. I'm not writing poems.
0: But so what what kind of form does she is she like free verse or is she was she tightly structured? Like she's in pr- stuff? she's
1: pretty she's pretty free verse, yeah, she, and you were, uh, yeah. She's so good.
0: And you were reading her poetry like when you were a kid?
1: I wasn't, but I think what she really instilled in me was this like sensory kind of like magnification. Like I yeah. am such a I'm so governed by all of my senses and all the work that I make. And yeah. I have, like, crazy synesthesia. and. Like, what is that? Synesthesia is, like, uh, when, like, senses overlaps so with me, um, you know, colours and uh, textures and tones correspond with music and words and kind of linguistic stuff and oral stuff, so...
0: How does that manifest itself? Like, do you, like, go into an overload or, like, when you hear certain sounds, you see things? Or, it's a
1: lot. It's a lot. Like, it's a high.
0: Do you have to stop talking sometimes? I
1: have to, um, yeah. Is I it medicatable?
0: You, would you I med-
1: wish. I actually no. do wish sometimes because it is very overwhelming. Like, um, how, what does
0: it feel like when it's overwhelming to have that?
1: I mean, it, it, it. It like guides a lot of the music that I make for yeah. sure. I make very visual music, yeah. very like colorful yeah. uh, music. So like for me, when something is like just at like peak, you know, ultraviolet or yeah. peak blue or whatever, I'm like heading in the right direction. But it can be a lot, and it is like hard to. Um, I basically have to make music with my eyes closed. Like it's a lot. To, I can't. You know, some people have TVs going in the studio. Yeah. I would find that impossible
0: cuz you know my girlfriend has this the hypersensitivity thing where noises kind yes. of yes yeah yeah h i don't I forget what it's called mm-hmm, it's mm-hmm. but it's a real thing yeah it's
1: a where real thing where you're like if
0: you go into an echoey room you're like i got to get out of
1: here yeah yeah i uh when i'm in uh, i've been in a couple of near car crashes and both times the person next to me has said why did you put your hands over your ears instead of your eyes? You know, most people would not want right. to look, but I right. don't want to hear it. Because like, it'll just blow so, your mind out? Yeah, it's too so, potent. It's terrifying.
0: So how did you, like, what What music were you listening to as a kid where, you know, this wouldn't you know destroy your brain?
1: I mean, everything sort of destroys one's brain. You know what is quite good for synesthesia is weirdly, guitar music is not so overwhelming in terms of, so, what? like, I can listen to...
0: Acoustic guitar music, you mean? Like,
1: I could listen to Neil Young, or I could listen to, oh, that's you know, good. Even Fleetwood Mac was not so overwhelming synesthetically.
0: Like, how, which which era of Fleetwood Mac? The girls, or... I, I go way back with Fleetwood Mac. I go
1: way fucking back with Fleetwood Mac. I'm, You, you like, go back to the I'm blues? Pe- I'm Peter Green. Come I'm on! Lindsay, come on! I mean, I was just saying yesterday, I was like, I need some Peter Green Fleetwood Mac merch. Because I have... Rumors Fleetwood Mac merch. Everyone's got Tango Fleetwood Mac merch.
0: I just Where's a, the
1: Peter Green Fleetwood I Mac? I just merch?
0: got a, a Peter Green a record t-shirt? I, I didn't even know about.
1: I Which talk one? about him
0: constantly.
1: I'm obsessed with Fleetwood Mac, Peter Green. And I think you have to think of them as two different bands. In go, order to, absolutely like, get they're, it. they're so different. It's the greatest shit ever. And it's, it's so fun to best. start as a Rumors Fleetwood Mac fan and, and go realize back his entire. I mean, it's like Genesis. It's like yeah, yeah. getting to hear like, the two and, Genesis. Yeah, be,
0: but but the thing with Genesis is like those guys. No, like Peter Green becomes this mysterious figure. Oh, like insane. Wait, did you see the documentary?
1: I have not seen it. Oh. I've heard about it. I got to see it.
0: It's you can just watch it on YouTube. It's a man man of the world.
1: God, I'm obsessed with He's it. He's
0: just this little chubby guy now, like an old uh, like a little old uh, dude. I wish people gave him more credit. I I never, I you know, anyone who knows about Peter Green, I never, <laughs> I never shut up about it. It's the best. Um, He's the best singer, the best blues player. It's the best. The but be- so <sighs>
1: that stuff is a little more, it, that's a bit intense synesthetically. In but so like stuff growing up that I, which I've sort of all just come back to now, like when- Crosby, Stills, Nash and Young, you know. Sure. All that, like just like simple Graham Nash demos, like listening the to the Graham stuff.
0: Graham Nash guy? You like Graham Nash person?
1: Obsessed the mm-hmm. you're not a graham nash person
0: are you you Stil- you're still you stills person i can do i like stills voice. i can imagine
1: being more of a stills pe- graham I- nash is like for the ladies
0: yeah, i guess so <laughs> yeah he's very yeah, he's a little too uh, it's a mosh it's a mosh yeah. <laughs> yeah yeah stills is a little like i like stills as early guitar player. He's a great singer i had crosby in here he's great shit you know who said nice things about you is uh, randy newman
1: Oh my goodness! Really? Yeah. Wow. He's
0: like, I'd like to write a song for. I like to write a satirical song for like someone like Lord.
1: Oh my god, Randy he Newman. He said that. Shit. Yeah. Well, thanks, Randy said, Newman. Yeah, it's uh...
0: Randy Newman's great. So you're going back to those guys, the the harmonies and stuff. You love it?
1: Yeah. So I sort of like I fucking love it, and I love like Mamas and the Papas, like that gets a little bit intense synesthesia wise for me. Oh, yeah.
0: Mamas and the Papas is because like, of all the voices. Well,
1: just not the voices but um you know instantly they're just like there's this crazy modulation going on or all of a sudden we're in a different key and it's like that can get
0: oh yeah yeah crazy
1: synesthesia wise some mums put on some mums and papas that's like
0: yeah and the, really go there now, <laughs> but is it is it a good feeling it's the best i mean, like, best. Oh, I mean okay, it's okay good okay. it's again it's beauty it's be- terror it's, <laughs> it's
1: horrific and it's wonderful it's very frightening
0: and it's, it's built in
1: it's fully built in you, you oh, yeah don't, you don't have to this, this go time, outside yourself to this getting it. off this train it's uh it's what i'm dealing so with.
0: so where the hell do you find peter green now like now like, where did you how do you just because you you gotta you, someone's got to turn you on to that i shit.
1: remember i got into this um i was on youtube in like a youtube hole when i was like 14 and yeah. i found this uh oh yeah just like a 20 minute like and they just must have had some like room mic going, and they just sort of all he's yes. just sort of talking to everyone, and yeah. they just sort of start
0: the sort of depth of sadness and feeling in his playing and his singing. Oh it's my like, gosh, it's sort of mind blowing!
1: Oh, fuck, showbiz blues! Oh, yeah, yeah, that's a great song. <laughs> so fun, it's, it's, yeah, a, it's that's such a great song.
0: Just With that, I used to play simple. that before, uh, before I performed, I had it on my mix. Oh man, yeah, I love that one.
1: It's good, it's, it's just kind just, of a uh, hard
0: one to find.
1: It, yeah, exactly. So, so, <laughs> so there's that like, bizarre little um clip on YouTube. Yeah. It was just sort of them like talking to each other and building it and I was like, oh, I, uh, I'm about to have a little moment with
0: Peter Green. Oh, <laughs> building the song. How, well, what's that experience? Because I noticed like like when I was looking at the credits because I've talked to Antonoff before and he's like a little wizard mm. and, you know, I like his whole story is kind of amazing. He's such a an amazing musician but he's also got, <laughs> you know, a, an incredible feel for things. Like the difference between, what is it, Steel Train and, and mm-hmm. Bleachers is mm-hmm. kind of profound. Yeah. And that like he just sort of Uh, You know, he kind of appropriated this sort of hippie trip Mm. to to sort of ease (laughs) him through grief. Absolutely. And and then, like, he was sort of done with it. Mm -hmm. He's like, Mm -hmm. he he didn't look back on that that album or those albums with. But he obviously has gotten an amazing talent and intuition for music. Mm -hmm. So when you see something like Peter Green and those guys just building up from a song, how do you guys do it? Because I noticed. On the credits, it, there were no. When I looked at, I don't know where I looked at them. Maybe on Wikipedia, there were people involved, but it didn't say who played the instruments. It, <laughs> it said people mixed or produced, or like it, it was a bunch of producer listings. Yeah, yeah. But like who the fuck's playing piano? What's going on?
1: <laughs> That's a good question. What the fuck's going on? So, so our process is like um, everything uh, with me starts like in the smallest possible capacity. I don't like to write with anyone in the room. Like, it's very minimal. You know, it will really just be two bodies,
0: and that will be Jack and I. Um, but did you show up with these songs for the new record, or...?
1: I um, I would show up with, like, big arms of them. I like to um, let stuff happen in a room, because I think it can be kind of amazing. Yeah. Um, and we would sort of sit at the piano, and kind of... Things would start growing, and then, like, a lot of that production yeah. uh, stuff is... Because but, we wouldn't let anyone in our room, right. we would have we would send it out, get it back, get the session, take tiny little moments and add them
0: to our mess. As but like, what are those people. moments? Like, Do I don't like for me. Like, I'll record some guitar in here. Yeah, like, but like, <laughs> yeah, yeah. But the, it seems like things are are are, are much more complicated they at, are, at the level I think that with electronic music, of,
1: music. Like, it all gets a bit. Kind of weird. I mean, obviously, Jack is playing a lot of like uh, analog synths all the time. He played the piano on the record. There were like, occasional so guitar piano. moments. There's and a some... lot of piano. Yeah, yeah. It's like yeah. Big old. there's actual piano. Real piano. Yeah. And Jack's
0: on that. Jack's- And uh, he's playing some guitar.
1: Tickling the old yeah. ivory. So uh-huh. He played a tiny bit of guitar, he, a lot of synths, and then
0: yeah.
1: we just programmed a bunch of drums. And, and that was it? It's kind of it. I mean, my last record, I had literally not one real instrument. And not one the whole whole record. Not even a a nice analog synth. We were fucking broke. I I just got... It makes me sad. (laughs) Why? (laughs) I think it's magical. I think... uh, It's definitely magical. (laughs) I come from that, like, uh, culture of, like, no one having any instruments and
0: just... What does that mean?
1: We just, like... Sounds come from computers and, like... You know what I mean? Yeah. It's kind of... I think it's uh, really magical. There's something kind of, like, communist about it, like... You don't have to. Often, as you get uh, like more into m- music, like it, you know, I started making like a second album. Which by that point, people were like, "Oh, should we show you some rich stuff?" And they like put you in the rich studio. You know, yeah, they yeah. show you like the rich mixing desk, and you're like, "This doesn't feel like any like any kid could have." You know, I love the idea right. of oh, every oh, get kid it. getting yeah, the sure. same. Sure set of cracked plugins so that they like steal were... from the internet right? and like that's how we made the song that won us a Grammy it's literally cracked plugins
0: that, oh, that's how you made Royals yeah <laughs> and, you, and you didn't you didn't want to You, you we didn't don't...
1: pay for Pro Tools for like a year after that <laughs> Like we should start paying for this thing so don't you... worry Pro Tools we pay now It's. I guess it's not a culture that I come from you know you don't play any instrument well enough really but I can no, but like, didn't you the shit out of a drum you know
0: yeah the, that's what you grew up doing. Yeah. But you didn't, like when you first started singing or writing songs, when did that start? Like, I I, I know it's all in, it has to be relatively recent memory, mm. you know, because you're, you When know. I
1: started singing and stuff. Yeah.
0: I mean, like, so did you do it in school? Did you, were you a performer or what?
1: I didn't really do it in school because I feel like you had to know how to, like, read music at school, which I couldn't do. But I was like, in and out of the, like, I was always in the barbershop room, like, putting together some, Crazy barbershop quartet piece, which I feel like is very was much a- my roots now, you know, I'm like stacking vocals like crazy.
0: oh you were, like what's the barbershop room?
1: you know like quartet music, sure like oh uh, yeah, 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 so you're putting together like baritone and bass, and
0: so you're doing that by yourself, crazy
1: blends, no, I would be with like the other like oh, uh, singing nerds, okay, you know? so um, there were
0: humans involved there were sometimes
1: time. other humans involved um, <laughs> yeah. and i i I did uh, I was in like a theater company
0: when I was a kid, like a local kids theater kids theater yeah so you're a show person
1: i was somewhat a show person but i was like cripplingly nervous Mm -hmm. and like i'd have to step so far outside of myself for that to like even be something i could do
0: right and even
1: now i'm like it's very hard for me to like be an outward person
0: is it so do you have to go into like a trance almost because it seems like when you perform, it's very engaged and very, like, you know, like it, it has an effect.
1: That's what they say.
0: Yeah. Well, you they
1: must- They say it uh, makes people very uncomfortable. No, no.
0: I I could have- I am hey,
1: enjoying looking at this hammer, just as a side note. What's going on with this broken hammer? With the broken hammer? hammer? Yeah.
0: It, it was a, it was, I think- you like it Peter sh- Green. It sure- sh- Dropped <laughs> it off one day. Yeah, yeah. It's a Peter Green uh, <laughs> artifact. That's actually Peter Green's hammer. <laughs> I think I found it cool. know, on the street. I like this. I, I don't know. It, it was a piece. It was a With fragment. Cat. Yeah, that's an unpressed record right there. That orange bit. Oh, fuck. <laughs> that's what. You, Shit. That's the. That's right before they squish it into a record.
1: That's amazing. Is that wild? I, I've never seen that before. Yeah, I love that.
0: Um, Sorry,
1: I cut you off. I. Uh, oh no,
0: but uh, yeah, but it, I guess oh, it's
1: performing. It's make- yeah, I mean, it's. Uh, I really have to just dial all the way out of the rest of my life and all the way into that and like totally in. live inside it to be all able in. to do it yeah
0: do you do you choreograph
1: oh no i mean i i choreographed a dance for the first time at the vmas the other day
0: so you don't do that kind of show
1: oh no i uh i just let it happen <laughs> yeah. it's like fun all of a sudden you're like it's great i'm on my knees on the grass, you kind of like, 200 meters away from the stage.
0: <laughs> Where at? <what's> Everyone's <happened?
1: laughs> like, Get back here.
0: <laughs> Does that happen? Do you go that far? Like, I go, just, I uh, run,
1: I really run, I yeah. run far. I've gotten f- way far before, and
0: it feels good to do that. Like, it feels you know, amazing.
1: It's, I always take my shoes off down there as well.
0: When oh, yeah. it, when you perform,
1: yeah, if, if it looks like there's not going to be a bunch of like used syringes down there, I'll <gasps> like to just take a shoe off and yeah, yeah, go yeah. for a run. Well, yeah. that's good.
0: I'm glad that you're at least careful, <laughs> yes. Um, so. So you're doing barbershop music with other nerds. Mm-hmm. You're in school. You're performing uh-huh. a bit, but <clears throat> at some point there must have been. You know, how does it come together that you start writing and performing music? It wasn't all electronic at the beginning, no.
1: Oh, uh, it's always been pretty. It was. It's way less electronic now. Like yeah. I, the fact that I had like, you know, I have had this big renaissance with like all of this '60s and '70s guitar music, and yeah, you know, I uh, I'm like I truly come from. A very hip hop, very electronic Uh background, Um, and and the vocal stuff was kind of the the main live element for a long time. Yeah, Um, but I don't know. I I was uh, I got into it. I guess like I started. I mean, I was just. I've always been a singer.
0: There's never been a guitar guy in your life.
1: (laughs) A guitar guy.
0: You know the guy that Mm. plays guitar.
1: (laughs) I mean, there was like. I, I did, like, a handful of, um, you know, I played some, like, covers when I was, like, 12. Yeah. For a short time. Well, you're
0: saying that, like, it was so long ago, but that's, like, a year before you became famous. That was, like, a <laughs>
1: solid nine years ago, Mac. I will have you know.
0: <laughs> but you were on the hot brink. decade. Yeah.
1: Yeah. I think when I was 14, I started, like, properly writing music. I was, f- we wrote Royals. I was 15. And then- we, who's We. Joel and I. So Joel was um, my the guy who I first started writing songs with, and he. um would you know him from? stuff. We met in New Zealand.
0: He's a New Zealand guy.
1: Yeah, he lives in LA now.
0: He's a producer.
1: He's a producer and a songwriter. Yeah.
0: Did He's he wonderful. find you?
1: He did not. We were introduced. Um, I like basically was sort of approached by the record company
0: because you were performing where.
1: Because I, they saw me sing in a school talent show. They saw a video of it. Like high school? Intermediate school. So that's... Junior high. Yeah, it's sort of. Yeah.
0: So they were like, you got to see this. Somebody said... Someone said you got to see this. Someone's parents would w- tape so you. So get this.
1: So this is the guitar guy, the short-lived <laughs> moment of guitar guy. <laughs> yeah. His parents right. actually sent it in. My parents were like... What are you doing? Yeah. How dare you do this? My parents are like, We want you to be a lawyer. Like, don't do this. So you were like on this... stage
0: with that guy and his parents shot it?
1: Yeah, his dad his dad shot
0: it like that. And at that time it was you singing and he's playing guitar?
1: He's playing the the, the, the yes. Guitar, the guy. guitar guy. His name is Louis, he was a very sweet boy. Okay. Yeah.
0: Yeah, and are you guys still friends?
1: I am gonna he lives in a different country now, but I'm gonna try see him on tour.
0: Oh, okay. Yeah so you and Louis, so Louie's parents are like just th- these kids got something and they send it into a friend of theirs who they know or I'm
1: I'm not actually like that part of it is weirdly unclear to me and it's something that I've never like pursued because uh-huh. it was just one of those bizarre like moments of fate I think yeah. but for a long time the record company were like we want you to do this thing um, and I was like no thanks like I don't um.
0: what was the thing
1: well so funny they initially were like oh we could just like you know, Joss Stone, you, you know, just, like, sing a bunch of, like, old-school sure. songs. Yeah. I loved, I mean, she was wonderful, but, um, you know, I knew that, like, I was already writing then and, like, you know, making my own clothes, and, like, my room was just, like this insane fucking collage <laughs> fest. Like, it was never going to be, like, I was never going to, like, sit down and sing, like, a change is going to come, you know what I mean? So <laughs> I was like, let me just... uh
0: Making your own clothes. ...think
1: about a way this is going to work. And so they sort of... Introduced me to a couple of like songwriters. Yeah. Then I met Joel. Right. Then I realized, oh fuck, I've just met the rest of my life. Like this is what I'm gonna do for the rest he, of my you, life.
0: He impressed you. This, 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 he,
1: he he just he he showed me what it was that I could like he didn't understand how fucking compulsive writing a song is and having it tick. Oh really? The boxes you need it to tick in your brain and that was like the first moment where I really met my synesthesia in a big way, uh-huh. writing songs and. It's just like, it's like drugs, you know, yeah. seeing all these colors and just sitting in the studio and chasing it for like 18 hours. Cause you're like, I just have to get this thing down. Like, I was like, Oh God, it's very clear to me. I've like, the, I've met the thing that is going to compel me for the rest of my life.
0: Well, so like when you talk about a challenge like that, like, yeah. cause I've only, you know, I, I recently watched the, um, the Jimmy Iovine,
1: oh, yeah, uh, seen that
0: Dr. Dre thing, mm-hmm. you know, to spend 17 hours on a song. Mm. Like, like, okay. Let's take a song. Like, I'm sure you've talked about Royals enough, but let's, like, let's now that you know this is the the new album. When you, the, the single is Green Light, mm-hmm. which I saw you do on SNL, and mm. it reminded me that I liked you <laughs> because uh, the last. But the my only experience really in it has been visual both times and singing, mm-hmm. but it was with the Nirvana the Nirvana oh, right. induction, right? Like that's the first time I saw you, where I was like, what the fuck just happened? <sighs> so. <laughs> Me too. Me too. I was like, <laughs> Chris knows how to What am I doing? Yeah. Like, yeah, it's stupid. Um, but but like the challenge of a song like that. So you're sitting with Jack now. What what do you do for 17 hours? So you have words and what what's the nitpicking?
1: Oh, the nitpicking. I mean, like when yeah, like, Jack would happily not nitpick to the level that I. I mean, I'm just. I really come from such a um, like. I grew up listening to all this like classic 70s music and i also just was obsessed with pop music i like, okay. was a kid in the best pop music time ever which was you know 2001 to 2007 right uh, um, I, okay you're like fine yeah. <laughs> well if we take the 80s out <laughs> like, of it, who are these
0: artists tell me because i i, don't I know. mean
1: just you know it was like it was the timberland moment okay. it okay. was like you know we have nelly fatada making sure the most profound pop music of the 2000s yeah. like it was just you know we have Justin Timberlake making so huge love sounds like
0: right. Exactly. So these so that was your aspiration.
1: I just I I saw how powerful it was when you really um, believed in the like tenements of it I and mean, you really stick to the rules of it. Like like what what are the rules? Well, just me? like you know, if you add an extra syllable onto some you know yeah. onto a verse in a pop song, or right. if you fit in a word that doesn't quite sing when you sing it, like you're just shooting yourself in the foot. You have to be so. And it's you're looking for that so hook hard. too, right? I mean, like even in Royals, I think on the first day it went, um, magnums, Maybach, diamonds on your t- like magnum of champagne. Yeah. But magnums, Maybach, that doesn't fucking sing. Like, <laughs> even if you want the word magnums in there... It's like, no, 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 we got to bounce crystal, man. But, you know, uh-huh. it's just shit like yeah. that that you have to obey. <laughs> yeah. Um, And so I really, like... So the meticulousness comes from, like...
0: Uh, I want you to you know. sing the whole verse now. Oh, God. <laughs> <laughs> I'm so sick, man. No, I know. It's just so I funny. I almost you're died. Like, you're just making an example, and I'm like, oh, that's the... <laughs> yeah, that's that's the from bit. this album. <laughs>
1: yeah, but so, like, with a song like Greenlight, it's like... uh, It's just, like, I'm very specific on, like, tenses and stuff. Jack would yeah. be, like, just you can just say this, it sounds good. And I'm like, no, no, because using that tense completely transforms this. Like
0: like w- then or, or now kind of thing?
1: I don't know. There's like little things like, so the first, focus, first verse goes, I do my makeup in somebody else's car, which is like a specific vignette Vision. from my life, yeah. literally sitting in the front seat yeah. trying to do my eyeliner yeah, yeah. in a different boy's car, yeah. right? which is like very like, boom, yeah. new relationship. Second verse is, so it goes, I do my makeup in somebody car. Next one is, Sometimes I wake up in a different bedroom. It, you know, it's yeah. just those tiny little things that cinch a pop song together in, yeah. in the best way.
0: Yeah, and they're tight. They're poetic, and they—they—they have—they they have, like math, they have you know? legs. Yeah, there's math, but the images. Mm. You know what I mean? I think so. Yeah, they're—they're—they're—they're yeah. they're, 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 they're very concise.
1: I think yeah, I'm—I'm—I'm I'm, I'm like the biggest Carver head of all time. I just grew up.
0: You mean like it karma. tight. You like it tight. I like it fucking tight. Tight and sad if you like Raymond Carver.
1: Tight and sad. That's the vibe. <laughs> Dancing and crying. Tight and sad.
0: <laughs> Good.
1: That's it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> but but so there was like four years between these records, right? hmm What were you doing? Just having a life?
1: I was touring for... Ages, you I feel like people on forget. On Royals, like,
0: on that first record, on uh, on uh, uh, Pure Heroine,
1: yeah. Pure you're Heroine. like, what is it? Let me find it on the computer. Well, yeah, I, I've been okay, listening to like. it. It's okay.
0: You're I'm you're like. an easy, you're you're an easier artist to research. There's only two fucking records.
1: There's two records. You know, like simple, yeah. even
0: if I even if I like somebody, what are you
1: gonna do when you get Peter Green in here? You're gonna have to like.
0: I've had Neil Young in here. Oh, I've had people shit. I've had people with <laughs> like you think they only have like, you <laughs> you love five of their records yeah, yeah, and you think maybe they have ten records out, but then you go look, they're like, oh, there's 90. Oh dear well, you know, it, but it, it yeah, gets a that's little tricky. Bad. But you know what's interesting though is <laughs> it's two records but like I because I talked to Antonov and I know that the, this math you're talking about it's sort of fascinating mm. the idea of, of fully consciously making a hit record. You know like to to Try. To, to make a pop song. Yeah. Yeah. You know like and, and I and I when I heard Greenlight for the first time when I saw you on SNL and it it goes into the like the the little Caribbean the, almost yeah the it,
1: French house <laughs> little moment yeah, yeah yeah
0: I'm like oh this is gonna be good uh, I'm, I'm moving around
1: <laughs> I'm visualizing you like boogieing
0: yeah I can superhero. boogie but was that was that in the like because the song is about moving on right mm-hmm. so where'd the island theme come from
1: the island theme well I I I would say it's more French than Caribbean I'm okay. gonna I'm gonna okay. hold it. To that okay. part of the world, but um, I don't know. It was just like an interesting vibe. That sort of actually came from Jack. That the idea of that French piano kind of knocking in. Yeah. Um, it felt so sort of joyous. Yeah.
0: It's like important to yeah.
1: signpost that joy.
0: Yeah. So it was just a, an idea you had in the moment. That was part of building the song.
1: Yeah, I think that was. Did just you have like, the words already? They came. We had. I had the. Actually, I had the first verse. Which, like, was in another song yeah. in this really different context. And I had the, um. thought you said that you would always be in love, which mm-hmm. is very, like, uh, Shangri-La's, you yeah, know, yeah. da 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 like, so had sort of rhythms. Yeah, 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 so I had, like, a lot of it sort of coming together, and then Jack kind of introduced that piano part, and then we're away.
0: And is Jack, like, referencing, the, the, he knows where you're going with these references? Is he contributing references?
1: We definitely, I would, like, play him, you know, I'd play him that Shangri-La stuff, right? Yeah. Play him. Yeah, we, he he definitely <laughs> we don't sit around playing a lot of references but we do we'll put we'll take a lot of songs to the piano. So we'll take like uh-huh. you know, uh Crosby Sills Nash uh-huh. song and like, like just which one tear you, it apart. Like which one. I think I enjoy those guys most separated out. I get the most out of them which as separate like people. But, I mean like we would play our house and like
0: oh, yeah. work out these yeah. little,
1: you know. Things that make it such a special pop song. Yeah,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Uh, it's a sweet song. It's sweet. that Graham's
1: him and Joni, but um, I think Crosby's a big part of it. Oh yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. He'll he'll, tweet, he'll tweet
0: at you if you tweet at him.
1: Oh, I can't. I can't. I can't be <laughs> my heroes. It's too stressful for me. My fear is that I'm gonna meet Paul Simon somewhere and just fall how fucking over. Fucking good is
0: Paul Simon.
1: How fucking good is Paul Simon? And how underrated?
0: I don't think he's underrated. I think he's done all right for himself. I don't think you got to worry.
1: I don't think. <laughs> People I think people think of him as like not one of
0: the cool guys. But he is that's true. the cool guys. I think that's true. I and I wonder why that happens too. Like it's like it's also like why don't more people know about Peter Green? I've taken the pot yeah. myself for the last five years to champion Peter Green oh, champion wherever Peter Green. I can. And Paul Simon gets a little trickier. Yeah. It's uh, easier to
1: I can I can understand why people don't.
0: Like I go like lately I've been championing his very first record a bit.
1: Oh okay. Me too. <laughs> Wait, furry Furry Hood? Yeah. Okay, can we just have a moment sure. to talk about Run That Body Down? Oh, my God. How good is Run That Body Down? Yeah. I mean. It's crazy. That really does it Because I love baby Paul Simon. Sound, I mean, yeah. like Duncan, he sounds like a little baby. Duncan
0: kills me. Doesn't he
1: sound so, he sounds, yeah. you think about that man name. who's going to sing, he's the child from my first marriage, and you can't even, you can barely picture him in that kid. It's, it's, but it, run that body down I'm like oh there he is so You can down. see the kid That's going that, to Drive to Graceland How long do yeah. you think That you can <laughs> run that body yeah. down
0: yeah. Oh, How long man. do
1: nice you think That you can <laughs> do What you've been doing Oh shit
0: <laughs> <laughs> Okay good yeah, I did. like that I record. Just we blew. sampled
1: him on on the album. You
0: did. Well, we
1: ha- we sampled. <laughs> so there's this Amazing Graceland documentary. He's like driving back and forth from like Montauk or something, and there's this tape in his car. Yeah. And it's uh, Lady Smith Blackmambaza. Yeah. And he he actually can't find the source of the tape, and so he has to go to Warner Brothers and be like, "Find this tape." This is like so far preachers right. yeah, yeah, am. Yeah. You know, yeah. it's like a blank tape, and they have to find it. But he says, uh, in the best poor voice, he says, "What is this tape? This is my favorite tape." And we put it on the album. (laughs) It uh, makes me so happy that he's on there. And, like, Graceland was really... I listened to it and it's sort of like... I hadn't listened to it in a while and it sort of, like, smacked me across the head in the way that, like, you know, My Beautiful Dark Twisted Fantasy did when I was, like, 12. Which one? The Kanye record. Oh, yeah, yeah. It was the pink cover, you know. Yeah. Um, It's sort of like a Kanye record, Graceland, and it's so fucking... Succinct, and it's just like this is what it is. It's it's just so kind of obvious. Production's pretty amazing. I mean, it's the best, and yeah, I and I just sort of listened to that, and I was like. Oh, a lot of these disciplines are what I need to apply in this record. Like, I need to just keep it simple, you know.
0: Keep it simple, but yeah. uh, keep it tight and sad.
1: Tight and sad. <laughs> Shit, man. Tight and sad.
0: How much, like, okay, so you were touring forever because the Royals came out when you're like, what, 14, 13, 14? So he was actually 16 when it came 16, out. 16, okay. Yeah. So you toured, so the, you didn't really have much time in between these records? Is that where? you're Oh, that's where we
1: started. Sorry, that was the question we hit on yeah, literally half an hour I bring ago it we talked about Paul Simon. Wait, Very yeah. strong uh, pull around there. So I was touring for like almost two years after that came
0: out. I stopped touring. You wanted to, though. You weren't being like driven. I did want it. to. Yeah. I did,
1: but I do find it, it takes a lot out of me, touring.
0: And you go it's all over lot. the world.
1: Oh, we go everywhere. I think we're going to hit every continent. Okay. Maybe not Antarctica.
0: Yeah, and what how do you how do you handle that on the road? Um Do you just take care of yourself? I mean do you just like <sighs> you're not you're not a party person, but I mean you I'm just not
1: not really Do you have a
0: uh, like a, a structure? Do you do you like just you I know, don't sleep, sleep very
1: well, so I find in it general? Quite difficult. Yeah. I I don't think many
0: Do you do buses do, sleep you well? do hotels?
1: We do buses, uh the bus is quite a good sleeping yeah. tool. We do buses in, in America and then we do hotels a lot of other places but um, yeah so, so we did that record yeah then it was early 2015 yeah um, I kind of wrote with people tooled around nothing really I hadn't done anything nothing I didn't have another album's worth of stuff to write did about did you sing on
0: anyone else's records did you show up and I do did, things with people
1: I did one thing I was on my mm. friends who were um, Disclosure who were like a, an electronic yeah act in the UK
0: yeah um, do you and, like I,
1: oh, and I, I curated a soundtrack Sorry. For
0: the Hunger Games. For the Hunger Games. How does that come up? They're just sort of like, let's have this uh, this Lord girl do this.
1: They were like, "Do you want to do the in credit song?" And I was like, "I want to do the whole album, and you have to let me do what I want." And that may include getting an insane song from Grace Jones and having like teenagers <laughs> be like, "What is this uh, bizarre Grace Jones?"
0: <laughs> you did it. I did. And so they just allowed you to curate this. Mm-hmm. And and did you? Were you a fan of the books?
1: I was a real fan of the movies. I, I I had seen that first movie and I remember being so gripped by like how um, good it was and how simple it was for yeah. a blockbuster. You remember yeah. that first right. one? It was all kind of handheld and it yeah, was yeah. just so fucking good. Yeah, and it was just her in the forest the whole time. She just <laughs> yeah. Crushed it. You yeah. Know? Yeah. So yeah. I was like, I'm gonna I'm gonna do this. Yeah, yeah.
0: And they just let you do it.
1: They let me do it. They literally. I just did it on a tour bus for five months, and we had like uh, we got Simon LeBon on there doing like this awesome. Verse on my friend Charlie's song. It was fun. We just
0: did all this weird shit. Simon Laban. You did you decide Simon Laban?
1: I decided Simon bon Laban, <laughs> and he he signs off all of his emails with um whoosh. <laughs> Like, he
0: writes whoosh. He
1: writes whoosh, which I think is kind of a very Simon Le Bon to like whoosh the email out into the atmosphere.
0: So you really like, you know, you, you you're sort of like obsessively feeding this, you know, personal rabbit hole full of music.
1: Yes, it's very selfish. No, it's good.
0: It's good because it's, it gives you all these different points of reference.
1: I think so. I think so.
0: So, so, okay, so you were working, in other words. It wasn't like you took like all this time off to, you know, kind of have a life or whatever.
1: No, I haven't had life. I really, but work is like, I don't feel like I need to relax because work
0: is, yeah, it's time to work.
1: And it's like I'm, I'm feeding my soul also. So, you know, if it was like, just like, Number crunching or something that would be terrible, but
0: um. yeah. But once you perform, once you get it all together, once the song comes together, I mean, it seems like doing electronic music. Are you a Brian Eno fan?
1: I'm kind of a Brian Eno fan. I'm a Brian. I need to like. I think I need to go there more.
0: Yeah, it's too I'm old. like
1: Phil Collins. Like that's my Ugh. pop shit. You don't like Phil Collins?
0: I don't know, man. You
1: don't like Phil Collins?
0: Uh, Fuck. Yeah. Shit, man. Any know. Look, I know the songs. They played them a lot. I don't seek them out. Oh, There's something about dead. him personally that annoys me. Really? I don't even know what it is. Are you friends with him? No. Have no. you met him? No. I mean, I'm, I'm a I'm a troll from New Zealand. Why would
1: I have met Phil Collins? I don't
0: know. You, you'll meet people. You can no, meet whoever you know. want. <laughs> Randy Newman would would play piano for you happily
1: right uh, now. I can't handle it. Um, My favorite uh, pop males are the guys that sound like a combination of your boyfriend and your dad. That's Phil. He's your dad and he's your boyfriend.
0: Okay. I'm not, like- I'm not going to begrudge you it. And I know that <laughs> I he's a great- you, I
1: wish you liked Phil.
0: Oh, God. I'm we can talk about it. I'm so- <sighs> we can, I'd thing. rather- Sell me on Phil. Okay, give me the boyfriend-dad <laughs> oh, thing. Oh, boy.
1: Okay. What, what is it? about
0: Which which Phil song, Collins songs has inspired you the most?
1: Oh, I mean, I think the disciplines of a lot of the like real pop ones have- like inspired me very tangibly, but the one that I would play to you if we were like yeah. it was dark outside. Yeah. Would be Take Me Home. Okay. It just journeys it uh and he's like he's he sing from the perspective of a mental patient or uh-huh. something. But it um yeah. You know, it's so simple. Yeah. It's just the drums. That, uh, yeah. Take, take me home. Oh, yeah, of course. Because I don't of remember. Course. Take, take me home. It's just yeah, like yeah. all these harmonies. Yeah, yeah. It's a six-minute song. Okay. I have no far horizons. Yeah. I don't like to go outside. It's, you got to listen to it like in the rain.
0: Sometimes see, like no, but like you're you're no, helping me appreciate it. it. No, no, I can what love about it. Something I'm something li- the way to heaven. I'm late to the party with a lot of things because I don't know how to get in oh, and just and just hearing you do great, that.
1: That's a great point. And, but right.
0: it's pure pop. I don't. I don't. All it's right, sugar, Pure pop. It's full sugar. Okay. All right. I can understand that.
1: Yeah.
0: I, you know, I, it's really a personal problem I'm having with Phil. Not I can, not.
1: I can understand that. I, I, I know that he's a
0: musical wizard. I know he's one of the magicians. I get it.
1: I think when you're like a a little drum kid, you know, someone like Phil Collins is like Jesus because he just like, he taught all of us how to do it. Yeah.
0: (laughs) So, so this record, I'm going to, I'm going to listen more intently now. I'm going to, I'm going to take your advice because like when you talked about, because what you do vocally, which is, you know, what you do, Mm -hmm. right. Yeah. You, you know, you, you have to have certain, you know, launching points. And, you know, when you just captured that moment of what he did vocally, mm-hmm. it would make me appreciate that more. Oh, DC, because like so well though, but I don't even notice those things all the time. Like I know when when Bowie changes pitch on Heroes, Mm -hmm. and Mm -hmm. you know, and I'm waiting for it.
1: Of course, yeah, yeah. Oh (laughs) shit, (laughs) you know, of course,
0: right? Yeah. yeah. So you you know, and I can definitely appreciate him in Mm -hmm. all his nuances, absolutely. But I, I just like I'm much more interested in him as a person. Uh So you know, I've got to somehow get past. My judgment of Phil right, as this uh, annoying little guy. Well, are you and
1: a Eurythmics f- person?
0: No. No, I don't mind. to like one her. that you like. No, no, no. I did, I, but do you like him? I, he's okay. He's annoying. But I can take the Eurythmics record because of her. like Are you and I into like him, the best right.
1: Tom Petty song of all time, Don't Come Around Here, Don't Of course. Dave Stewart. Yeah. Right?
0: Yes. I, I don't have a problem with Dave Stewart. And he can play guitar, too. <laughs>
1: do you have a problem with me calling that the best Tom Petty song of all time? <laughs> you're like, a it, little bit.
0: A little. A little.
1: <laughs> What's your favorite Tom Petty
0: uh, well, I actually like. Uh, oh yeah, very much. Yeah, yeah. Uh, there's some songs off the second. There's like that country song, uh, "Mystery Man," mm-hmm. uh, on the second record, mm-hmm. I think. And mm-hmm. I like. I'm a big fan of that very first record. Mm-hmm. I love "American Girl," mm-hmm. uh, but I also have. Um, I love "American Girl" too. Yeah, there's so many Tom Petty songs. It's yeah? I mean, I just got the the they. I just got the boxes. We're very spoiled. You, oh you, oh shit! There's two boxes. Oh my god! <laughs> I need the boxes. <laughs> you need the box? Do you do vinyl?
1: Uh, you know what? Not, Not really. I've, right. I've had a few moments where I've put on a you record know. and I've put it on at the wrong
0: right. speed. Right. Why would you do vinyl? You don't even do instruments.
1: I don't. <laughs> it's a little past my, I mean, it's like very- I know, it's
0: old guy stuff.
1: It's not though, but I just, uh, not a, not a vinyl nerd. That's I okay. want
0: to be, I would want to be. So let's, let's talk about. Sorry, the, I really took
1: you down a rabbit hole with the Phil, Dave Stewart, Tom Petty.
0: No, I like to, I like <laughs> Eurythmics and there's like, there's that song that yeah. she does with, um, I think it's on a Eurythmics album. It might be on a solo album. I'm not sure, but I no, it's on the, the one she does with Elvis Costello.
1: Oh yeah. Yeah. Um, I like that. I like that. The one that I like that, like, and again, it's like. It's not it's the same with Phil, it's not subtle. Yeah. I think that's why people find right. hard to get an entry point. But like, all that stuff is like the reason I make pop me, must be right. talking to an angel. Oh, yeah, must, must be, be talking, talking to an angel. an angel. It's just like, it's yeah, yeah, so little, would I lie to you? It's bah, the best, bah, nah, nah, nah. It's the best. Yeah,
0: yeah, it is. I get it. Yeah, okay. <laughs> But the think the funny thing about you though is is that your voice, you know, just by virtue of of uh your natural gift and ma- magic is that it brings a depth to it somehow. Thank you. I'm and I'm well, trying not to be con- under- undercutting. Like it, like I, cuz I know that there's nothing you're going to tell me that like, oh, the reason that happens. You, what do you mean? You, no, my, no, my voice. Yes, you, you you maybe. Yeah. What's what do you want to know? Um well, ha- how do you like cuz I, would, I read a couple of people's, what, what, how they described your voice. It's hard to describe, but it's very moving. And I guess, you know, because of what we talked about earlier, that you, you're not a choreographed person. You're not a person that, you know, does anything but fully immerse yourself in mm. the performance that, you know, you make yourself very emotionally uh, open mm. to to having, you know, it seems uh, somewhat, though controlled, raw feeling in the voice. Mm. So like that's my projection.
1: Right. No, that that's uh, I think that's right. I think it's like I think it's like striking a balance between total rawness and total uh you know, pop control. Right. right. So it's like the where those two things meet, being right. able to like capture yeah. it in this very controlled environment is what i find really
0: exciting well that's 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 what makes you different and amazing is that thanks uh that you can have that you, you know because like pure pop is great and you know you can dance to it and sometimes the words are cute and sometimes they'll make you laugh or cry but is it tight and sad tight and sad <laughs> <laughs> yeah, exactly mm-hmm. but like how much of this was it like i know it's like you know i i, I read some of the press that there's a breakup record and whatnot is it
1: Oh, or is, just, are you just like, are you
0: just hitting that bell a little too hard?
1: <laughs> That's a good way of putting it. I think I hit a lot of bells a little too hard. <laughs> um you know what? I I have this thing where I'm like I realize this about my music. Like I'm not trying to immortalise anyone. It's not about like carving anyone else's statue yeah. in marble. Yeah. I'm only trying to crystallize my own experience. So if if it's about the reaction of someone saying something which makes me feel something which makes me do something, that's cool. Yeah. But like yes, like something can be a breakout record, but I just it's, the people fall away so fast when it comes to my work. Like, I, and you'll notice I never really go to length to describe other people. Like it it's more just someone will be a catalyst or something they say a to a me moment. gets reported yeah. for a second. It's not about and I think, I mean, that's, I guess that's a Paul Simon thing too. You know, these characters appear. Yeah. But it really is about him personally and, and the colors of yeah. his spectrum and Yeah. And
0: it's also, you know, it, it, it seems like a lot of good songs are cryptic enough or vague enough to, to mean a lot to a lot of different things to as many people as possible. Mm. Everyone's going to have their own relationship with a pop song or with a lyric, especially if it's not that specific.
1: Yeah, I think like dancing between like hyper specific and hyper like broad is like a cool thing. But like balance.
0: even like like even putting your makeup on in someone else's car.
1: Yes. Yeah,
0: that like, like that's a experiential, mm. but it means something. Mm-hmm. But it could mean like, you know, I didn't automatically think it was a dude's car. Yeah. I just thought that, you know, you your life was uh, harried somehow and you mm-hmm. were you're out doing something and you weren't driving.
1: Mhm. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I'm never so, driving right, I don't so drive
0: it's metaphoric yeah. it, it still works right <laughs> Yeah, you don't drive
1: I don't and someone actually raised an interesting point which is so many of my songs are coming from this perspective of the passenger seat they were like "What's? how's the music going to change when you start driving uh-huh. I'm following the river down the highway through the cradle of the civil war oh, am yeah, I gonna, yeah, yeah. how am are you going gonna, to do that am I, I'm gonna, I guess I'm going to do that how are you going to take right? that
0: Graceland drive yeah. <laughs> yeah. how are you going to go to the delta
1: I got to do it Mississippi Delta yeah
0: but uh, but so, okay, so the heartache and the heartbreak was not some major crushing turning point in your life.
1: I mean, it was, but it was like more what happened afterward that I found like really transcendent. I think joy is like so much more transcendent than pain. I think it's really easy to make work out of pain. Mm. Everyone can make something really burnished and special out of pain. But I think choosing joy is like quite difficult and quite noble it's not chic joy is not chic no it's misery it's, is very chic
0: you know joy, like i have a hard time with joy is you is it does it come easy to you
1: you know it. i think it does because i think like to be as insane as i am you have to like find something like that
0: and just stick as with a it. relief as a
1: uh, yeah relief. i mean when i'm like you know like i can the stuff that can make me cry, is like and like deeply move me, is so infinitesimal and ridiculous that I have to like find an outlet. I have to f- find joy in in the world, also, you know.
0: Really? So you're saying that you 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 get um, saddened by trivial bullshit? Oh my! I mean,
1: I'm just like I you know, I don't know. I was like I was leaving New Zealand last week, and uh, I drove past this. Like, sports field, and like the sun was kind of out, and like some kids were like training for a f- like playing soccer or something. Yeah. And I was just like, Fuck, I need to get a handle on this. <laughs> this is uh, sad, yeah. You know, why? Yeah. Oh, I don't know. I'm just, you know, I've got, my life is like weird. I think a lot of things are. Symbols the, for other things. But like know.
0: the simplicity of it or just the vulnerability of it or just like that was just what they were doing? I mean like I know what you're talking about. Yeah, how how weird how moments can be moving without really you know, you really can't attach where those emotions are coming from. Yeah,
1: but like every moment is like so I just find like too much stuff moving, so I think I have to like really make an effort to just find like simple joy in the same things. You know, Yeah, what I mean?
0: yeah. So right. So
1: you have a problem with joy, do you say? Yeah. Why do you think?
0: Because it's hard, like it's like if you're prone to holding on to pain, whatever it is, mm-hmm. you, there's a consistency to it, mm. and I, I don't know that joy has a consistency. Like no, I, no, no. There's no there's
1: like, no steady joy, right? Yeah. Y- y-
0: you know. And I think <laughs> that pain, if you're prone to it or mm-hmm. hold on to it, it's a control thing, mm. right? Yeah, so, I think so. So you know, the joy thing. Yeah, like you said, it's the reason it's not chic is because there's a type of vulnerability to it that's, uh, you know, inc- very human. Yeah, and 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 I think that it's some sort of pe- embarrassing, embarrassing to watch correct. someone experience intense joy. It is it, You're way like,
1: more uh, than pain. You're like, I'll just leave you to do this, and I think that's why people find what I do quite disconcerting. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, this like this VMAs thing, like people just—I don't even know if you know about it. People got like so angry about me performing at the VMAs.
0: Why? What did you do?
1: I I know you were sick. I just heard you were sick. I just danced. Oh. And I danced with full fucking joy. And people were like, some people were like, we get it and we love it. And some people were like, this is offensive that I have to watch this. And I'm like, oh, it's because you were, it's so private seeing someone experience such joy.
0: That's true. Yeah and i think it's that's a thing sad thing because yeah. ulti- well ultimately that you know that, that if anything we should be comfortable with around each other's joy i'm yeah. uncomfortable with it when yeah. someone else is having it you know like i, I get i get embarrassed for them, <laughs> them a little a bit yeah, yeah. you know but but you know you don't you, you realize there's a vulnerability to it mm.
1: i think it's really that like changing my life opening oh, up to to the joy being very unafraid of intense joy Publicly and yeah, and, and privately,
0: and, yeah, and then, but yeah, but you gotta, you can't do it all the time, because then you know, you yeah, wouldn't balance. get anything done. I'll, get
1: in the, I'll end up in the hospital <laughs> if I have too much joy. <laughs> that, They'll go, she, okay, she, we'll she, just put this thing on you. Yeah, take m- you,
0: medicate that. Take take joy away. Yeah. Well, don't <laughs> medicate your joy. <laughs> And uh, nice thank you. Nice parting words. Yes, thank you for talking to me. Thank I think you we so much. Talked about a lot of stuff.
1: Sorry for nerding out on
0: uh, I'm Phil Collins?
1: O- on Phil Collins.
0: <laughs> no, that, like, you got mad at me and maybe you should. Oh, I forgot. Oh, what? What What compelled you to cover that Paul Westerberg song, that beautiful replacement song? Oh, my song? goodness. Talk about it. An un- There's your unsung hero. <laughs>
1: There's my unsung hero. You know, it's funny. I. Whose house was I at? I was... Someone just played me a lot of music I'd never heard before, a lot of old music I'd never heard. Mm -hmm. And someone played me that song, and I was just like... Some songs you hear really infrequently, and you feel this like... Just... You feel like you were robbed... Hmm. how did they get there before you? How did they express <laughs> that sentiment before you? Oh, yeah. And that one, I was just like, this is, I wrote, someone wrote this, someone knew me in another life and wrote the song, so I just think like, I had yeah. to cover it. And we just did it really fast, like it was a quick thing. It didn't actually, yeah, it was kind of adjacent to the album, but um, God, I love that song forever. I haven't thought about that song in a long time.
0: Swing and Party? Such a good one. Did Did, did you talk to Paul Westerberg? Never. you got to start meeting some people.
1: I can't. I'm too. Uh, it's too much. What am I gonna do when I meet Paul Simon? What do I say Paul to Paul Simon? What do I say to him? You know, well,
0: you say, it's too I, much. I, you, I, I just I know shout you, his lyrics. No, you just sort of go like, yeah. I really, I really love. You. Why don't you? You know what? But what you can do is you can cover a fucking song, man. <laughs> well,
1: I did. We did. Uh, we did. Jack and I sung "Me and Julio" at outside Lens the other day. We just <laughs> got on stage and dicked around and sung. But you,
0: why wouldn't, why wouldn't you just do, uh-huh. like throw a cover of uh what was that run, that body, run down. that body down I should
1: cover on that body down why not I should
0: I, I mean, the only thing that happens is like you know you do this thing that you love the artist and and Paul Simon can can put another stack of money on his stack of money.
1: <laughs> <laughs> I don't think Paul Simon's going to make very much money from me singing Run That Body Down.
0: I um, wonder about that.
1: Oh goodness, I, yeah. I, don't, I mean, who 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 have you met that's been like your big number one idol?
0: There's been a couple. Randy Newman was pretty big Randy for me, Newman, and yeah, um, Keith Richards. I interviewed. Mm-hmm. And, and I just stumbled all over myself. (laughs) Cool. Uh, you know, there, those guys who, and then there are other people whose work I really like, but, but Keith Richards was sort of a big deal. Uh huh. And, but, and I didn't handle it that well. It's (laughs) it's better if I have a little distance. It's better if I, I if I, if I know somebody's work, but I don't love it.
1: (laughs) Right, right, right. You know, cause then I can,
0: well, they can have a good conversation about Uh it without going like, what about that time you were, did that thing? (laughs)
1: that was so good oh that'll be me <laughs> me and Phil yeah. shouting at Phil
0: well maybe you'll be on the same show and it can be sort of a respectful kind of a thing
1: maybe, yeah I think All I right. just shake my
0: hand. just don't like uh, we don't need to end again but we're gonna end again
1: oh shit sorry
0: no no it's a second ending oh good there's two endings okay. to this thanks for talking
1: thank you so much
0: okay alright so that was enjoyable um, oh, yeah, one other thing I want to, uh, to tell you, to let you know, is that we're sponsored by the Harold Ramis Film School. Named for the late comedy great, the Harold Ramis Film School at the Second City Training Center in Chicago is now accepting applications for their year-long program. Want to study at the very first film school in the world dedicated entirely to comedic storytelling and get invaluable insight and access from Hollywood vets? They're looking for applicants from all experience levels and backgrounds so go to com or call 312-664-3959 to find out more. So since you guys are enjoying some dirty guitar, I pulled out the pulled out the dirty uh, one of the dirty Gibsons and I'm going to plug it into the dirty old man and just let it rip a little. But you know, just just raw gut shit. No noodling.